This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. I'm doing the intro today, and you know what that means. Josh, unfortunately, will not be joining us. Um, And today, we have a nice Chelsea 3-0 win against AC Milan in the Champions League. This was a big one. Chelsea were sitting bottom of the group with only one point. Um, and really their hopes and dreams of progressing in this competition could have been really, you know, pretty much killed if they lost this game, Um, but they ended up victorious, which, you know, a a good sign for us fans uh, and good sign for Chelsea uh, moving on now uh, against Milan again next week uh, at the San Siro. Um, But it's going to be an interesting uh, matchup next week. But this match was completely dominated by Chelsea, um, you know, in terms of stats, in terms of the eyeball test. uh, And usually when those align, uh, it's, it's a pretty good result. Peter, he's with me today. How are you doing? And what'd you think of the game? Oh, I'm doing well, especially after that performance. I mean, just seeing Chelsea play well and like with that well, and when it's such domination, it's such an easy game. It's always so much easier to come on and record because you can just praise everybody. I mean, no one had a bad game. Sure, there were tie, there were a few mistakes here and there, but I mean, I mean, realistically, that's just as close to like a, a perfect game as you can get. I mean, from start to finish, that was like pure domination. I think Milan may have ended up with more possession and that's the only thing you'd be like, oh, well, we didn't get the ball enough. But literally Milan just kept the ball in like their half, knocking between their center backs for the entire game. But then every time we got the ball, we created a dangerous chance. It, it's like Chelsea of when Tuchel first joined their back, like when we would just like be absolutely flying everywhere would be every single time we got the ball every single time we made up the pitch it's like i think we have a chance to score here i think we're going to create a dangerous chance here and i mean that's what it looked like today i mean we were just so so dangerous and sure i think milan's play helped that they they were very very poor if we're being honest i mean like they were like horrendous so many mistakes by them but i mean that happens sometimes and I, I, there's definitely been games recently where the other team has made mistakes and we haven't been able to capitalize. So seeing us uh, today, uh, being able to capitalize, being able to be dangerous, being able to get into these good spots and then scoring these goals is just great to see. I mean, I also want to say I texted Alex when we had uh, the, obviously from the first goal for Fana, uh, 
the three straight corners where Thiago Silva got his head on the ball. I was like, I was like, what happened? Like, we're, how did we suddenly become so good at corners? Because I mean, I think if you've watched uh, the the entire season, it's been it's been so 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 bad. I think every time we had a corner, it either went straight out of bounds, hit the first man, or went over everybody. Uh, but I mean, that was just a great, great work for Thiago Silva to get on three straight corners and for Fana to be in the right place at the right time. That's a great goal there. Uh, we don't, as of now recording, we're recording pretty soon after the match, so we don't know the extent of the injury. I just saw a picture for Fana uh, on Cartridge on Twitter. So obviously that's not a good sign. You want to hope that maybe that's just a precaution to make sure nothing gets worse by him like walking on it. But that's not what you want to see. So hopefully that's not too severe. But that's really the only bad thing I can really say for the future about this game because it was just such, such, such a dominant performance. And I mean, I love to watch it. That's like, it's just so nice to be able to like say like Chelsea, at least for now, Chelsea in this game are back. I don't want to, I don't want to say anything for the future, but that game, that was what Chelsea can be. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It was a great performance. Um, The Fafana injury, it sounds like he's going to have tests tomorrow, but unfortunate about that it looks like it could be possibly severe um could be something more like an mcl which would be on the lighter side maybe a couple maybe a few weeks uh, or it could be uh an injury similar to ben chilwell uh, with the acl which could keep him out a long time but from what i saw of the injury i'm not going to try to be a you know twitter doctor but he got he got up and then he continued playing and then he went down again and then he continued playing uh, and then he finally came off so can you play on a you know torn ACL that long? I don't know. I don't think so. But again, not a doctor, so you know, just hoping for the best here. And I'm kind of making up my own logic. I will say there have been times where I mean, I also as a Chelsea fan, I'm like, oh yeah, surely not. But there have been times where people have. Uh, I remember the m- m- biggest season for me. I remember I think it was last season. I don't know if anybody listening watches baseball, but uh, an outfielder tore their ACL but then stayed in the game for the rest of the inning and even like made a running catch on a torn ACL, which, I mean, you'd hope that it he wasn't able to do that for Fauna. I mean, because I don't want him to be out for basically the entire year if it's a torn ACL, but I don't... I. I'm just, I'm just being a little bit of a pessimist because my Chelsea fan, my, my Chelsea fan says like, oh no, no, surely not. I was like exactly what I was saying. And there's no way you'd be able to do that in Tornado ACL, but then like the, the other side of me where it's like, I mean, I guess there's still a chance, but we just, just hope, just hope and we'll find out more in, soon. Yeah. Just got to hope that, uh, there's nothing super bad with that. Um, overall and how Chelsea lined up today, no Kai Havertz, uh, starting, uh, it was a front three of Sterling, Mount, Aubameyang, uh, Aubameyang getting another goal. Uh, what a cross from Reese James, a goal and an assist for Reese James and a solid defensive performance. Fafana got that goal before he went off. That was just, it was crazy. Tiago Silva just kept getting headers, clean, open headers. Uh, of course, he couldn't convert on any of them, but, uh, you know, they were open and that eventually led to the goal. Um, you know, Loftus-Cheek started in the midfield instead of Jorginho, uh, and I thought he was pretty solid on the day, played the full 90 minutes. Uh, Koulibaly, I thought, had a kind of rough game back, uh, made a few mistimed tackles, but overall wasn't terrible. Uh, And Thiago Silva was just Thiago Silva, solid as always. Um, You know, I would say, in general, the attacking, we just see him a lot more free-flowing going forward. Um, You know, it's just a, it's more fun to watch, I'd say. We're a little bit more fast-paced. 
Uh, the counterattack is definitely back on a little bit more uh, in the past couple games. And overall, this Chelsea team, we saw them play it with a four at the back uh, in the previous game against Crystal Palace. And now they revert back to the three. Probably going to have to revert back to the four again now that uh, uh, Fofana is injured and probably out for a significant portion of time. Um, and then, you know, Chelsea are flexible. They can move back in to a 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1 type formation or, you know, type of shape where they can keep going. But I want to talk about Aubameyang and the impact that he's having. Obviously, he's wearing the curse number nine, which we all know is a real curse because something happens when players go in there, uh, you know, take that number. But so far, his movement, he was really missing for a good uh, portion of the game today. But hey, he was there when it mattered uh, and scored the goal. What do you make of him as the number nine right now? Do you think, uh, you know, he's the guy to take Chelsea forward? At least, you know, he's on the older side, 33 years old, but at least for the rest of the season? Or do you still want to see someone like Armando Broja or even uh, signing in January come in, um, you know, to make a bigger impact up front? Well, I mean, I don't think that a number nine ever had I mean at least recently has ever had much of an effect keeping possession Lukaku really wasn't good at that even though Kai Havertz should be he really struggled a bit with that I mean I don't even know the last time we've had someone who really have good play there so I mean all we really need is someone that can finish and that's what he's been doing last game this game he, even if he's out of the play and he's not touching the ball, as long as he gets that goal, as long as he gets into the dangerous spots and can finish, that's all we really need. I mean, obviously, like you said, Alex, he's old. He's a temporary stopgap, but as long as he keeps scoring, I don't care if he, I don't care if he sits on the sideline for 80 minutes of the game if he comes in in the 85th minute and scores a goal from from nothing, because that's always we just haven't had a clinical number nine in too long, and so even if he maybe he's not the best at hold up play, even if he doesn't always find himself in the best positions to help the fluidity of play we just need goals and we need goals from our number nine and so as long as he's doing that like he has been he's he's he should be there i'd love to get a c brochure there and maybe like cup competitions at least the start of that because i think he's also talented and we need to give him time to develop but i do think abamyang he's been playing well for what i think his role is which is just scoring goals and that's just what we need him to keep doing and obviously, Chelsea played against their, uh, you know, very much rumored target in Rafael Liao. Um, what did you make of his performance? Obviously, went up against Reese James and Fofana, then Reese James and Chalaba. But he certainly, you definitely saw the spark there. Is it a $150 million spark? I'm not so sure. Is it a $90 million spark? Maybe. Um, but I think he certainly you know, showed that why he's a, a target of Chelsea and certainly could be an option. Um, obviously more of a winger, not as much a striker. We saw him uh, kind of, you know, as a, uh, a striker out wide, if that made any sense. He was kind of in between, um, uh, I would say, he was kind of right on our right center back, uh, whoever that was, Fafana or Chalaba. Um, but interesting, you know, player. Not sure if he's the best fit for Chelsea, to be completely honest. Um, he just strikes me as another player who could potentially bust uh, once we pay the big money for him. But Certainly an intriguing player that we saw today, and I'm sure Chelsea fans were keeping an eye on. And also Tomori, uh, we saw him. What I I don't know what happened with the Aubameyang goal. He just completely like missed it. You know, unfortunate I guess for him, but good for us. He's not on Chelsea anymore, so I'm not gonna you know be all sad about that. But certainly um, you know interesting and fun to see him back at Stamford Bridge. 
All right. I think that's pretty much it for, um, you know, the, the monologue portion where we just, you know, start talking about random things about the game. I'll go over the stats real quick. Uh, Chelsea had 10 shots to four for Milan, uh, six shots on target to one for Milan, 52% possession to 48%. Um, pretty much it for that. We're going to do the player ratings. I'm going to confess, I did see Keppa's player rating by accident because, of course, we don't have Josh here, like, doing, like, announcing it. So, you know, I, I'm, like, doing it but trying not to look. So I did see Keppa's. So I'm going to let Peter guess Keppa first, and I will not be involved. And then we'll continue together because I did not see the rest. But anyway, Peter, what do you think Keppa's rating was today? Uh, I'd say six or seven. He had that one good save on, I don't remember who, one of their players. But, I mean, Milan basically did nothing the entire game so he didn't really need to do much but i think it was such a good performance i feel like everyone's ratings are going to be inflated today so i think a seven he did get a seven i definitely didn't tell him that it was a seven so this is totally legit okay one wait you, the way you're saying it actually makes it no. <laughs> like a bit sarcastic like no he did not tell me like he did not tell me i just guessed <laughs> that like actually actually like for right, real, for act- real. <laughs> actually for real for real i did not tell him uh Koulibaly is next what are you thinking? Six, seven, something like that. Seven, maybe. I mean, I'd say more on a five or six side because I mean, oh, okay. I mean, at the start of the game, he had what, like two fouls within like the first That's minute true. of the game or something. I mean, was bad. He yeah. was okay, but he, I'd say six because, like I said, I think right. everyone's ratings are going to be inflated. What do you think? All right, we'll go six. I said seven. You said five or six, so we'll go six. And he is a six, so I guess that's a good job from us there. Um, Wesley Fofana only played uh, about 30-ish minutes, I want to say. What is his player rating? I thought he made a pretty bad mistake at one point. He scored the goal, though. I'm going to go 6, 7, maybe 8. I don't think they're going to give him any. No, no, no. We do know uh, their goal involvement merchants over here. So I think 7. I think 7. All right, we'll go 7. And he did get a seven. All right. So we're three for three. Uh, this is sh- no jinxing. No jinxing. We're three for three so far. Straight into it. All right. Tiago Silva. I'm going to go seven as well for him. Hmm. I was thinking maybe an eight, but I think ooh, that's tough. I guess seven. Yeah. All right. Seven. Ooh, he got an eight. Oh, no. All right. So we're three for four. That's that's unfortunate. Um. You know, Tiago Silva was good. I don't know why I said seven. All right. You know, we're not we're not going to reflect on the past. Once again, back to back times are selling. Yeah. I know I'm selling Unbelievable. here. All right. Ben Shilwell. What do you think? Five, six, 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 probably. Yeah, six. All right. We'll go six. He is a six. All right. So that's what four out of five. All right. Sorry. I have yeah. trouble counting. This isn't a math podcast. All right. Reese James, what is he out of 10? Nine, you're going to say? I mean, he was just so, so good, man. I mean, yeah, he was good. You know what? I agree with you. Wait, wait, wait. did you you look already? Because I feel like he deserves a nine, but I feel like they won't give him a nine. But nine it is, like, because he deserves a nine, and so I'm giving him a nine. No, he deserves a nine. I agree with you. You got a goal and an assist. We know they're goal and assist merchants. And defensively, he was amazing, too. I mean, Liao did get past him a couple times, but I mean, Leo's yeah. good as we know from like you said his like a hundred plus million price tags so that's not to be yeah. unexpected we're going nine I I, be- I believe in that all right let's see well he got a seven and a half what um oh, read it read it I need to hear 
What scored it? the third with a clever run off Sterling and was an attacking threat all match. Uh, Milan's Liao did cause him trouble, however, as the winger managed to evade him almost every time he took him on. Interesting. Seven and a half. So we, if it was, if we guessed seven or eight, I would have given it to us because you know it's just how it is. Um, but unfortunately, nine, I'm not going to be able to give to us. Um, we can, so we I, can, we can count it at the end if we need a point to get a new high score. <laughs> exactly. So four of four of six. Ruben Loftus Cheek. Thought he was pretty good on the day. Yeah, six or seven. Good. He, he was really good defensively, I'd say. Yeah, agreed. He was extremely solid. Uh, maybe, s- I'd say seven or eight. All right. I'm going to say seven. I don't think he was eight. Okay, seven. They gave Reese James a seven and a half. So okay, yeah. Well, well, yeah, exactly. All right, seven it is. And yes, he is a seven. All right. So that makes us five for seven. There we go. All right. Mateo Kovacic. Six. Yeah, I think six is fair. He wasn't as good as Loftus-Cheek, but he wasn't bad at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. six six is a good guess. And we're right. All right, six out of... T- six out of... Oh, my God, what are we? Oh, I'm losing count of everything. We've gotten I think two th- wrong. So six out of eight? Yeah, six out of eight. There we go. All right, we're very close. If we get these final three right, it's a record, I believe. Isn't it... Is it seven or eight, which is the record? Oh, no, seven is the seven. record. Okay, so we just need to get two out of these three, and then we'll get the record. All right, Mason Mount. He had that nice finish, but it was off sides. That's true. Uh, six or seven? Yeah, I'd say six or seven, too. I don't know. I'd say the front three played well enough that everyone's going to be above a seven. So I'd All go right. seven. Seven? All right, seven it is. He's a seven. All right, so Ooh. we're seven for nine, I believe. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, who's going to be next? Raheem Sterling. I, I did say everyone's above a seven. So I think he might be a six or a seven. I think I well see, I can't say that he's below a seven now that I said that everyone in the front three is going to be seven. So, uh, All right, we'll seven. go seven, but I think he could be a I, six. I might be selling here, but I did just say that, so I can't back. I have to back up that comment. All right, we're going to go with seven. And he got a seven. Yes, yes. Let's go. All right, so that's eight out of ten. All right, so now we have Aubameyang. What are you thinking? Eight, because of the goal. Eight, eight? all right. But yeah, it, would, I, it could be a seven, though, because, I mean, like I talked about, he was pretty invisible before the goal. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. But goal, invo- goal involvement mentions, dude. It has. We yeah. have to keep it. We have to keep it has the to be tradition an alive. It has to be an yeah. eight. All right, let's see. Wow. He's a seven and a half, and we're giving that to us because we kept saying between a seven and eight, and we're not able to know it's a half. So we get that one. That's nine, right? You know, we're just we could we could give ourselves a half. That's true. We could. All right. So we got eight and a half out of eleven. That sounds great. Um, Yeah, we'll give ourselves a half. How about that? Yeah, I think that's fair. Eight eight and a half out of eleven. Record breaking. Record breaking. It, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, do Josh we get is tr- going to come back and think we cheated. Yeah, he's going to have to listen and realize we didn't. Um, well, I cheated on the first one, but I didn't say anything. So, well, yeah. And I'm just so smart that I clutched it. So, yeah, exactly. You know, You're just a genius. Um, yeah, so that goes in the record books. I don't know where the trophy is. I guess it's just not showing up today. Hopefully, we'll have it for next episode. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I think that's pretty much it for today's episode. Uh, We'll be back on the weekend. 
uh, hopefully with another recap uh, of our Premier League matchup. And I believe that's going to be against Wolves uh, on Saturday. Hopefully we'll have an episode up uh, you know, a day or two after that. Thank you everyone for listening to today's episode and we'll see you next time, hopefully after another Chelsea win. Peace. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.